Hey friends, welcome back to the Preacher's Devo podcast. I am your host, Daniel Messina. The Preacher's Devo podcast, as implied by its title, is designed for those seeking some devotional thought on certain biblical truths and doctrines of the faith. Throughout Season 2 of the Preacher's Devo podcast, I will offer you an analysis of 40 of the top Christian hymns of all times. The composition of these hymns range from the 1700s to modern day time. Much of the information found on this podcast can be found at hymnary.org. Well, friends, what about that old rugged cross? Today's hymn is titled The Old Rugged Cross, or as someone um, or some people have titled it, On the Hill Far Away Stood an Old Rugged Cross. It was written by George Bernard in 1913. It has been translated into Chinese, English, German, Spanish, and other languages. Before further ado, let me read to you the words of this wonderful hymn. Verse 1. On a hill far away stood an old rugged cross, the emblem of suffering and shame. And I love that old cross where the dearest and best for a world of lost sinners was slain. The refrain. So I'll cherish that old rugged cross till my trophies at last I lay down. I will cling to the old rugged cross and exchange it someday for a crown. Verse 2. Oh, that old rugged cross so despised by the world has a wondrous attraction to me. For the dear Lamb of God left his glory above to bear it, uh, bear it to dark Calvary. Verse 3. In that old rugged cross stained with blood so divine, a wondrous beauty I see. For twas on that old cross Jesus suffered and died to pardon and sanctify me. And the final verse. To that old rugged cross I will ever be true, its shame and reproach gladly bear. Then he'll call me someday to my home far away, where his glory forever I'll share. So I'll cherish that old rugged cross till my trophies at last I lay down. I will cling to the old rugged cross and exchange it someday for a crown. This profound hymn was written by George Bernard. George Bernard was an American hymn composer and preacher. And this is, of course, his most well-known hymn. Bernard was born in the coal mining and iron production town of Youngstown, Ohio. Although Bernard aspired to become a Christian evangelist, he was compelled to support his mother and sisters after his father died suddenly. It was not until after he got married that Bernard became an active member of the Salvation Army and preached throughout the United States and also Canada. He was an ordained minister in the Methodist Episcopal Church. He spent much of his life in Michigan and Wisconsin and was a well-regarded author of Christian hymns. His most famous, as I said earlier, The Old Rugged Cross. Bernard died in 1958 and was buried in Inglewood, California. His legacy, however, still remains. Now let's get to my favorite part of this podcast, the analysis of the hymn and its content. Bernard starts the hymn with, On a hill far away stood an old rugged cross. What we do know is that Jesus was buried on Golgotha, which was called the Hill of Calvary. Now, in Matthew chapter 23, verses 34, 
43 to 44, we are drawn to exactly what took place here. This is, by the way, where Bernard is trying to get us, get our minds to, is to think about the crucifixion of Jesus Christ. Matthew chapter 27, verse 33. And when they came to the place called Golgotha, which means the place of a skull, they offered him wine to drink mixed with gal. But when he tasted it, he would not drink it. And when they had crucified him, they divided his clothes among themselves by casting lots. The crucifixion was one of the most horrendous acts of torture and a most terrible way to die. This is why the author, Bernard, speaks of the cross, this old rugged cross, as the emblem of suffering and of shame. Indeed, it was shameful to die by crucifixion. The author of the Hebrews, speaking of Jesus, says, Let us fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy set before him endured the cross, scorning its shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. We are also reminded here of Galatians chapter 3, verse 13, which says, Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law by becoming a curse for us. For it is written, cursed is everyone who is hung on a pole. Again, meaning the cross. But he did so, so, so that we would be redeemed. That's why verse 14 is so important. He says here, Paul says, He redeemed us in order that the blessing given to Abraham might come to the Gentiles through Christ Jesus, so that by faith we might receive the promise of the Spirit. And praise be to God for the cross. Bernard then goes on to declare in his hymn his love for the cross. He says, And I love that old cross, where their dearest and best, best for a world of lost sinner was slain. Of course, the dearest and best being Jesus, the one who died for the world. Jesus came to die for the world. He came, God so loved the world that he gave his son. He was slain for us sinners to redeem us from our sin, from the devil, and from death. And here, Bernard says, I love that old cross. Sounds like an oxymoron, right? How can you love something that actually was so horrendous. Well, Jesus made the cross beautiful because it is through the cross that we have salvation. It is through the cross that we have our redemption. It is through the cross that sinners like you and I are no longer lost and no longer bound to eternal hell. Bernard is offering us a declaration of love. Of course, he says, I love that old cross. And then he goes on to the refrain. So, and he continues, even emphasizing it more, saying, So, I will cherish the old rugged cross until my trophies I last, at last I lay down. In other words, until I die. I will cling to the old rugged cross and exchange it someday for a crown. The idea of clinging to something so horrendous is, again, a seemingly weird idea. It is an oxymoron, but it is exactly what we are to do, to cling to Jesus. That is what Bernard is communicating. I will cling to the old rugged cross and I will exchange it someday for a crown. Why? Because we too will suffer on this earth. We too do suffer on this earth. But what we do know is that because of Christ's redemption, we will one day exchange it for a crown, an eternal crown, one that will last forever. We will spend eternity with Jesus in heaven. If there's one thing we can be thankful for, it is the cross of Jesus Christ. Paul said in Galatians chapter 6, verse 14, May I never boast of anything except the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ, by which the world has been crucified to me, and I to the world. Here, Paul is speaking of the cruciform life, 
reminds us that that is exactly what we are to do, to pick up our cross daily, our burdens and our lives and lay it down on the behalf of the gospel, on behalf of Jesus, who did the very same thing we could not do and modeled for us what that looks like. And the most wonderful thing about it is that we will receive a reward. Paul said, In Philippians chapter 3, verse 14, I press on toward the goal for the prize of the heavenly call of God in Christ Jesus. Yes, we will receive an eternal prize, the prize of salvation, and we will spend eternity with Jesus, our ultimate winner. So do you get a crown? Do I get a crown? Of course, the Bible speaks of that. Paul speaks of it, as a matter of fact, in 2 Timothy chapter 4 verse 8 this is at the end of his life he says from now on there is reserved for me a crown of righteousness which the lord meaning jesus the righteous judge will give me on that day and not only to me but also to all who have longed for his appearing we will one day exchange all of this world for an eternal crown of righteousness that christ will give us to those who believe in him now think about these words he goes, in, he goes on in verse 2 saying, Oh, that old rugged cross so despised by the world. Indeed, the cross was despised. It was something that people abhorred and people feared. But he says, it has a wondrous attraction to, for me. Not to me, but for me. Well, why? Because the dear Lamb of God left his glory above to bear it to dark Calvary. What a interesting verse this is. Bernard is saying he's attracted to the cross, but not because of what it is, but because of what it represents and what did indeed happen on Calvary that one day when Christ was crucified. It refers to Christ as the dear Lamb of God. Of course, we know that throughout Scripture, especially in the book of Revelation, Jesus is referred to as the Lamb of God. Jesus was sacrificed like a lamb on that piece of wood so that we would have eternal life, so that light would overcome dark. And what's most important is that we must realize that Christ did not have to leave His glory above to die for us. Christ did it because He loves us. Praise be to God. Verse 3 says, In that old rugged cross stained with blood so divine, a wondrous beauty I see. Again, you see, that is the perspective of the cross that we now have. It is something ugly that was turned into something beautiful. Because it was on that old rugged cross that Jesus indeed suffered and died to pardon and to sanctify us. Listen to the words of 1 Peter 2.24. He himself bore our sins in his body on the tree, that we might die to sin and live to righteousness. By his wounds you have been healed. So what are we to do? Well, Bernard tells us. Verse 4 says, To that old rugged cross I will ever be true. Its shame and reproach gladly bear. Why gladly bear? Because again, Christ bore the cross for the joy set before him, and so should we bear our crosses. Then he will call me someday to my home far away. Guess what, people? We're all foreigners. By the way, that's the title of my book. You should buy it. (laughs) But Here is the point, is that our home is not this world. Our home is in glory with Jesus. That's why he ends with this, and he'll call me someday to my home far away where his glory forever I'll share. 
And indeed, friends, I look forward to that day when we will be with Jesus, when you and I, those of us who have been redeemed by the blood of Christ, by the cross of Jesus, will be in his presence forever and ever. Amen. Let it be so. Well, friends, that ends our episode number 19, and I hope that you have enjoyed it. Before I let you go, this time around, I will give you only a Greek word, not a Hebrew word, and that is the word cross. The Greek word for cross is the word stauros, stauros. Again, the cross was an cruel instrument that was borrowed by the Greeks and Romans by the Phoenicians. It was used against criminals, slaves, robbers, and people that came against the government as an instrument of terrible death. Stauros. Do not forget that word. The cross. It means everything to us as believers because Christ died on it and he was the only one who died on it who was completely, I mean absolutely, guiltless. Well, friends, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Preacher's Devo podcast. And until our next podcast, stay encouraged, encourage others, and keep growing in Christ. Again, don't forget to like and subscribe this podcast, and we'll see you next time. Enjoy this version of The Old Rugged Cross. On a hill far away stood the old Rugged cross, the emblem of suffering and shame. And I love that old cross where the dearest and best. For world of lost sinners was slain, so I'll cherish the old rugged cross till my trophies at last I I lay down. To the old rugged cross And exchange it someday for a crown Over 2,000 years ago you did something that was so marvelous that it's mind-blowing to us how you decided to shed your blood so that we can walk in the newness of life and have the opportunity to lift our hands and say, Abba, Father. Oh, that old rugged cross so despised by the world has a wondrous attraction for me. For the dear Lamb of God left His glory above to bear it to dark Calvary. Calvary. 
So I'll cherish the old rugged cross Till my trophies at last I lay down Someday for a crown, I shall wear a crown and exchange it someday for a crown. One of these old days. Someday for 